1: It's 5.08 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with me, Sharad. It's time for puppet puppet Parliament, our daily roundup. What goes on in the Day 1 riots? I must say it's one of my favourite uh, segments on the show because I like to know that uh, the people I elected to office are actually doing their jobs and asking sensible questions. I know there's a lot of grandstanding, but that's not all that happens apparently. There's some serious conversations going on in Parliament Okay, let's start with uh, the discussion, uh, and apparently a robust one, on non-communicable diseases. Bandar Kuching MP Datuk Kelvin Yi asked how much has been spent on the issue and uh, to address it, and also how the government plans to reduce the high number of NCD sufferers in the country. Health Minister Datuk Zaleh mustafa replied that nearly 10 billion ringgit has so far been spent on treating NCDs. She added that this amount is nearly 17% of the total healthcare expenditure of the country
0: Kajian daripada National Health and Mobility Survey 2019 mendapati 50% daripada penduduk Malaysia mengidap sekurang-kurangnya satu penyakit tidak berjangkit iaitu NCD uh, ini termasuklah tekanan darah tinggi kencing manis dan juga kolesterol yang tinggi atau hyperkolesterolemia. Prevalence kencing manis ataupun diabetes mellitus di Malaysia adalah tertinggi di Asia Tenggara yang dipertua di mana negara mencatatkan peningkatan ketara daripada 11.2% pada tahun 2011 kepada 18.3% pada tahun 2019 iaitu menunjukkan satu dalam dua kes, kes kencing manis ini prevalencenya. Kencing manis menyebabkan pelbagai komplikasi kepada pengidapnya. Jadi seorang pengidap kencing manis berisiko untuk mendapatkan penyakit jantung, strok, kerosakan saraf, mata dan juga kegagalan buah pinggang dan pelbagai lagi. Laporan pelan strategi mengurangkan beban penyakit bawah pinggang kronik mendapati 65% daripada pesakit yang memerlukan rawatan dialisis adalah dari kalangan mereka yang mengidap kencing manis. Jumlah perbelanjaan langsung penjagaan kesihatan untuk menangani non-communicable diseases ini, Menteri Ekonomi adalah sebanyak 965 bilion merangkumi 16.8% daripada jumlah perbelanjaan kesihatan di Malaysia. Anggaran ini dibuat berdasarkan perbelanjaan pada tahun 2017 dan laporan telah dikeluarkan pada tahun 2022 melalui The Direct Healthcare Cause of Non-Communicable Diseases in Malaysia oleh World Health Organization.
1: Dr. Zaleha revealed that almost 50% of Malaysians had at least one NCT and that Malaysia had the highest incidence of diabetes in the region, Southeast Asia. To combat this, Dr. Zaleha said that the Health Ministry will be launching a sugar advocacy plan that will cover all age groups. This includes students from preschool to higher education institutions and adults at the workplace
0: akan melancarkan satu plan yang kita panggil plan advokasi gula dalam masa yang terdekat ini Allah. dan uh, ini adalah sebagai satu usaha untuk menangani penyakit uh, tidak berjangkit terutamanya kencing manislah ataupun diabatik dan plan ini sebenarnya kita uh, meliputi semua peringkat umur yang berhormat dan kita mulakan daripada peringkat kanak-kanak lagi uh, di pra sekolah, juga di sekolah rendah dan uh, juga IPTA dan IPTS, uh, golongan dewasa sudah tentunya di tempat, tempat kerja dan juga warga emas. Pelan ini kita libatkan uh, NGO-NGO juga, uh, persatuan ibu bapa, uh, ketua-ketua kampung, eh, juga pejabat dun dan pejabat parlimen jadi saya mohon juga kerjasama daripada semua ahli parlimen untuk sama-sama kita uh, menjadikan negara kita kurang sweet lah kurang manis.
1: That was the Minister of Health on the sugar uh, advocacy plan, hopefully not advocating for more sugar but less sugar in our diet. Now, on the issue of smoking-related diseases such as lung cancer, the health minister hoped that the control of smoking products for the Public Health Bill 2023 would be tabled soon to resolve this issue
0: kos yang telah digunakan untuk uh, menangani penyakit uh, uh, yang berkaitan dengan uh, produk merokok ini adalah lebih daripada 6 bilion. satu juga angka yang sangat tinggi dan insya-Allah uh, oleh kerana itu saya berkali-kali sebut insya-Allah kita akan uh, menyelesaikan isu ini ya, dan kita akan um, dalam sebelum berakhirnya uh, sesi parlimen pada kali ini kita akan membentangkan rang undang-undang kawalan produk merokok insya-Allah. Doakan uh, Semoga perkara ini akan selesai dengan cepat dan kita boleh terus move forward bagaimana caranya untuk kita untuk kita menjadikan negara kita sebagai negara yang bebas merokok, insya Allah.
1: That was the Health Minister, Dr. Zaleh Mustafa, on the rising threat of NCDs in the country. Now, if you have any thoughts on how we can reduce sugar consumption in particular, remember you can call us at double seven double three two nine hundred. you can tweet us at BFM Radio, or send us a voice note or WhatsApp at 18 789 Now, going on to the next issue that... Uh, Uh, preoccupied the House, Uh, uh, Kulim Banda Baru MP, Rosan Hashim, asked about the number of entrepreneurs who had gone out of business due to the economic slowdown. Entrepreneur uh, Development and Cooperatives Minister Dato Iwan Benedict revealed that about 9% of entrepreneurs went out of business due to the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as the increase in the prices of goods. He added that initiatives have been implemented to restore their businesses by providing loans under tekun nasional and financing schemes under Amanah Iktiab Malaysia.
2: Daripada tahun 2020 hingga tahun 2023, kesan pandemik COVID-19 dan kenaikan harga barang dilihat menyebabkan sebilangan Kecil usahawan terpaksa menutup terus operasi perniagaan mereka. Berdasarkan kaji selidik tersebut juga, peratus usahawan yang gulung tikar pada tahun 2020 hingga tahun 2022 adalah seperti berikut. Yang pertama, 8.85% pada April 2020. Kedua, 3.16% pada bulan Jun 2021. Ketiga, 1.38% pada Pada Februari 2022 dan yang keempat 2.7% pada November 2022 ini berdasarkan kepada um, gaji selidik yang telah dibuat oleh kementerian uh, saya. Dalam usaha membantu usahawan yang terjejas, Koskop melalui agensi-agensi di bawahnya telah melaksanakan beberapa inisiatif bagi memulihkan semula perniagaan mereka dengan tindakan-tindakan seperti berikut. Pertama, Menyediakan bantuan pinjaman kewangan, antaranya seperti skim-skim pembiayaan di bawah tekun nasional dan skim pembiayaan ikhtiar di bawah amanah ikhtiar Malaysia. Agensi-agensi pembiaya di bawah koskop juga telah mempermudahkan proses permohonan dengan mengurangkan dokumentasi yang diperlukan dan memindahkan tempoh masa memproses permohonan.
1: It once said uh, that, along with the credit counselling and debt management agency, uh, they will offer a second chance program. This will help entrepreneurs who are facing serious financial management problems uh, and at risk of bankruptcy.
2: Kementerian dan agensi-agensi bawah Kementerian bekerjasama dengan agensi counselling dan pengurusan kredit IKPK, <coughs> untuk pelaksanaan program intervensi peluang kedua bagi membantu usahawan yang berdepan dengan masalah pengurusan keuangan yang serius dan beri- berisiko muplis. Pada tahun 2022, seramai 664 orang usahawan telah diberi kesedaran mengenai ketersediaan peluang kedua menerusi pelbagai inisiatif yang disediakan oleh kerajaan. Daripada jumlah tersebut, seramai 40 usahawan telah dipilih untuk mengikuti program bimbingan khas in-scan selama empat bulan yang bermula pada 17 Oktober
1: that was Entrepreneur Development and Cooperatives Minister, Dr. Iwan Benedict. Sounded like somebody in the house had sniffles. Uh, okay, we also want to know what you think, uh, not just about the background sounds in the in Parliament, but has your business been affected by the economic slowdown? Have you been forced to take out a loan to address it? You can call 7773 2900. You can WhatsApp us on 018-789-8899 or tweet us at BFM. Radio. Now, moving on, uh, Sungai Patani MP Dr. Muhammad Taufik Johari asked what was being done to address the shortage of teachers in the country. He said that many teachers are retiring early, resulting in an increased workload for existing teachers. Now, the Deputy Education Minister, Lim Hui Ying, replied that over 9,000 new teachers will, be, will begin a service in schools nationwide from January next year that's 2024 uh, with the school term session
3: salah satu daripada beban guru kerana kekurangan guru uh, seperti yang saya uh, sebutkan memang ada empat mata pelajaran yang paling banyak kekurangan guru iaitu bahasa melayu bahasa inggris pendidikan islam dan uh, rbt Jadi kita memang KPM sentiasa dalam usaha untuk mengambil uh, guru untuk mengatasi masalah ini. Jadi uh, kita pada sesi 2024 Januari, kita akan menempatkan... Uh, Jawatan tetap untuk guru kita sudah dapat daripada SPP, hari itu YB Menteri pun sudah mengumumkan kita akan dapat lebih daripada 9,000 guru baru akan melaporkan diri di sekolah pada Januari 2024. Jadi kita, ini langkah-langkah ini untuk mengatasi kekurangan guru akan diteruskan.
1: Bangalanchap MP Dato Ahmad Mazuk Shari also brought up uh, an issue regarding the welfare and infrastructure facilities for teachers in rural areas. He made reference to a media report of a school headmaster in Sabah living in in the school's storeroom. Hui Ying said the ministry will be following up to identify the cause of the incident and action will be taken to manage the issue as best as possible
3: berkenaan dengan inisiatif uh, kebajikan guru di pedalaman memang kita ada allowance yang diberikan tambahan kepada guru dan juga guru besar yang uh, mem- ditugaskan ditempatkan di kawasan pedalaman uh, berkenaan dengan uh, insiden yang itu di stor itu yang tinggal di stor itu ini uh, kita memang akan uh, membuat satu mengambil satu tindakan dan akan mengambil tindakan susulan mengapa keadaan ini berlaku. Jadi kita akan memantau, memang akan tiap-tiap hari memang ada uh, insiden yang uh, tidak sama yang, tapi kita akan menguruskan uh, setiap insiden dengan sebaik sekali.
1: Separately, on the topic of vernacular schools, the Deputy Minister said that the Ministry of Education welcomes the Appeals Court's decision to uphold the constitutionality of vernacular schools. Earlier today, the Putrajaya Court uh, unanimously dismissed the appeal by four NGOs seeking a declaration that the existence of vernacular schools goes against the federal constitution. The four NGOs are the Islamic Education Development Council, the Confederation of Malaysian Writers, Gapena, Ikatan, Ikatan Muslim in Malaysia, Isma, and Ikatan Guru-Guru Muslim Malaysia, Ai Guru, Wing said that the decision will allow these institutions to go about their functions, teaching and learning legally. Kementerian
3: Pendidikan Malaysia mengaluh alukan keputusan Mahkamah Rayuan pada pagi ini sebulat suara menolak rayuan yang difalkan oleh empat NGO yang memohon untuk mengistiharkan penggunaan bahasa Cina dan Tamil di sekolah vernacular tidak sah menikut perlembagaan persekutuan maka sekolah jenis kebangsaan Cina dan Tamil akan terus beroperasi dan menggunakan bahasa Cina dan Tamil sebagai bahasa pengantar untuk pengajian, pengajaran dan pembelajaran secara sah di sisi undang-undang Malaysia.
1: That was Deputy Education Minister Lim Ying. Let us know what you think about the introduction of some nine thousand new teachers next year. Will it be enough to cl- cover the shortage of educators? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. You can WhatsApp us or send us a note, a voice note on zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, or tweet us at BFM Radio. Okay, next up was Kuala Karai MP Abdul Latif Abur Rahman, who asked about the efforts to improve facilities and amenities in health clinics. Health Minister Dr Zalia Mustafa again took the mic uh, and said that the Ministry was confident that the upgrading works of 1,200 health facilities categorised as dilapidated will be fully completed by
0: 2025. <laughs> Sebanyak 436 buah fasiliti kesihatan Primer sedang dinaik taraf dan akan insyaAllah selesai menjelang akhir tahun ini. Tetapi berita baiknya disebabkan oleh penjimatan dan tata kelola yang baik yang kita laksanakan di Kementerian, kita akan tambah lagi insyaAllah 75 fasiliti lagi pada tahun ini. Dan pada tahun hadapan sebanyak 300 juta ditambah uh, untuk peruntukan yang uh, untuk uh, kerja yang sama uh, dengan uh, kita memanfaatkan insyaallah 400 lagi buah fasiliti kesihatan primer. Jadi Kementerian Kesihatan komited untuk menaik tarafkan uh, sebanyak 1,200 fasiliti uh, kesihatan daif yang telah kita kenal pasti. Dan insyaAllah pada tahun 2025 kita harap kita dapat memberikan penyampaian perkhidmatan kesihatan yang memenuhi keperluan semasa.
1: Dr. Zalew also told the House that more than 300,000 individuals nationwide have benefited from the Madani Medical Scheme from June to this month. She's added that it involves some 600,000 treatment procedures and health checks at over 2,300 private health facilities across the country that were registered with the scheme.
0: Madani yang ini, alhamdulillah mendapat ah uh, sambutan yang baik daripada rakyat khususnya daripada golongan B40 eh yang ini sehingga tahun uh, sehingga November uh, kita telah uh, memberi manfaat kepada lebih 300,000 penerima manfaat yang menerima lebih daripada 500,000 sebenarnya hampir uh, 600,000 rawatan diberikan di 230 uh, 2,347 klinik swasta yang telah pun berdaftar dengan skim Perubatan Malani.
1: That was Health Minister Dr. Zaleh Mustafa. That's all we have for today's session of Parliament. Here's a quick rundown of the topics that we covered. So there was the issue of NCDs, the non-communicable diseases uh, that afflicts uh, it seems every Malaysian at least one affliction per person and include things like diabetes and lung cancer. Tell us what you think about sugar. Sugar is not talked about enough I think in our country. Uh, Also businesses, for to shut down due to economic slowdown. The economic slowdown, is it impacting you? Tell us how you feel uh, and what you hope. Uh, do you think things are going to get better? Also, when it comes to the questions of teachers, some 9,000 new teachers will be introduced next year. Do you think that's enough? Just a kind of a back of uh, envelope calculation in your head. Do you think that's enough? Also, there was an the issue about the challenge to the constitutionality of vernacular schools. If you'd like to weigh in on that question, please do. And lastly, improving the state of our health c- uh, clinic facilities and amenities. All these are up for discussion. You can send your thoughts. Uh, you can call and have a you know a chat with me. Call double seven, double three, two nine hundred. you can whatsapp 789 zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at bFM radio. Now, oh, uh, We'll be back with uh, next week, actually, with more updates from the day one writers. You know, uh, day one doesn't sit tomorrow. Uh, let's look at. We actually have some um, notes coming in, uh, both on sugar. Really, interestingly enough, Jessica has. It's not the only simple sugar we should cut down drastically. Carbs also need to be cut down. So, Jessica, I think you're making a kind of point about the nature of sugars that not just in your refined sugars, but they can come through things like uh, carbohydrates, right? Uh, your rice and your breads and stuff. Uh, But I'm no medical expert, so I'm not going to say more than that. But yes, uh, everything in moderation seems to be, well, it was my father's motto. I don't know really if it served him that well, but it was in some sense... uh, a way to live, right? Everything in moderation. Now we also had this from anonymous. So anonymous, anonymous reads sends us this message: As a doctor, sugar is a coping mechanism to myself and to patients. Make our lives more amenable to lifestyle interventions through better work-life integrated policies first, so we won't even seek simple pleasures like a well-deserved slice of cake at the end of a catastrophic work day. Grandstanding at her best, she is great. Campaign in principle, but priorities, please. Anonymous, I, I get what you're saying. You're saying that a lot of us run to sugar as comfort, um, and I think that's absolutely true. And I think people do all kinds of things to their body uh, as a way of coping with stress. Um, but when you think about, you know, how uh, what 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 can we what can we easily resolve, right? Um, How much can we reduce the stress at work and how much control do we have over what we eat? So I think that's the balance. Um, You know, it might be at the end of the day much easier uh, to launch a public education program that uh, tells um, young people that, Long-term sugar is very bad for you, and don't don't believe everything you read in the ads. Uh, so yeah, I'm all for a public education program on education. But more importantly, what do you think? Remember, you can call us, you can WhatsApp us, and you can tweet us at BFM Radio. Keep it here, BFM
2: 89.9. Building fit Malaysians, BFM. Eighty-nine
1: point nine. It's five thirty-eight. You're listening to the Evening Edition. I'm Sharad Kutten. We just had a roundup of parliamentary questions and answers on Pope, Pope Parliament. Uh, just quick rundown: what you heard. Uh, there was the issue of NCDs, non-communicable diseases, uh, with a focus on diabetes and lung cancer. And I think, you know, we've talked a lot about lung cancer and smoking in particular as a, as a habit uh, that might uh, result in lung cancer. Of course, there's also industrial pollution. That doesn't get talked about very much. Uh, but when it comes to diabetes, there's a lot of discussion or it centers around issues of, say, the consumption of sugar. And so we want to know what do you think uh, about the government's plan to do a campaign around sugar to make the nation... As uh, the minister said, "kurang manis," uh, kurang manis nation uh, has a nice ring to it. I think. Also, uh, we the MPs discussed the the situation of the economic slowdown, and how many businesses were being forced to shut, and government's plans to help those businesses survive, especially if they're facing bankruptcy. Also, concerns over early retirement teachers and the government's response around the. In new intake, some nine thousand new teachers will be introduced to the school system next year, as well as the state of health clinics and facilities that have been declared dilapidated. The minister said they expect all those identified, over a thousand, will be addressed by twenty twenty five. So all those questions are in the mix. You remember, you can always call us double seven double three two nine hundred. You call, we'll have a conversation. Uh, but you can also tweet us at BFM Radio, or send us a voice note or a WhatsApp at zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Now we do have uh, some messages on sugar. Uh, Mizi has. Apart from sugar intake reduction, we should also have more exercise. We should have more exercise beginning from preschool, not to churn out sports champions, but a healthier nation. Uh, I really like that idea, Mizy, That you know the priorities have been uh, often on you know competitive sports and and creating a talent pool. All of which I think is perfectly legitimate, but what about this, the general population sense, not only of being healthy while in school and, you know, the the checkbox, but also um, for them to feel that, you know, exercise must be part of their lives. I, I know for one, Misi, I was always a sedentary kid who loved television more than running around in the field except for the occasional excursion to uh, Longkang to look for guppies. You can imagine how old I am. Uh, but, you know, those that idea of making exercise really part of your life is something that needs to be instilled very early on. Uh, we also have this from Zul. So much money spent on NCDs and trying to improve the quality of life of Malaysians. Yes, I think it's important to have preventative measures uh, to combat diabetes. Lots of children now aren't active as before, We need more awareness, and government-sponsored school activities will encourage more kids to stay physically active. Focus on cutting off diabetes at an early age, and you won't have to worry about cutting a foot in the future. Ooh, nicely put. A rather grim metaphor there, Zul, but I think one that... um, is apt i remember being at a at a hawker centre you know a couple of months ago when i asked for kurang manis and then the lady tea lady very cheekily said yeah uh, jangan potong kaki and i think potong kaki has become a byword for uh, the amount of sugar we have in our diet really the result of diabetes can be other things but Potongarki is certainly one of the more grim consequences but more importantly what do you think? Remember you can call us you can WhatsApp us and you can tweet us at BFM Radio keep it here BFM 89.9 You
0: have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind